from the Irvington Voice in Fremont, California, this is The Voice Box. Hello everyone, welcome back to The Voice Box. This is our last episode of the calendar year. And this episode, Mihika is going to be taking us through some of the commercialism that companies use and some of the tap- tactics that they use during the holiday season to market their products. With that, Mihika, go ahead and take it away. Happy holidays! Welcome to another episode of The Voice Box. My name is Mihika, and I'm a staff writer for the Irvington Voice. The holiday season is fast approaching and a lot of us spend time looking for the perfect gifts for our loved ones to share our joy. After Thanksgiving, stores often see an influx in buyers as the holiday season brings various holidays like Christmas, Hanukkah, Ramadan, and more. In this episode, we'll dive into the psychology behind holiday shopping and how companies market their products to make them appealing to buyers. The idea of gift giving to celebrate loved ones has been around for a long time. In fact, in the Middle Ages, people in Europe exchanged drinks, wax candles, and figurines with their close friends and family. Literature and mass media publications showed idealized gatherings accompanied with gifts to make for a merry holiday celebration. Many people in the 18th century perceived Christmas in a negative light because it was seen as wasteful. Charles Dickens' story, A Christmas Carol, caused a significant cultural shift in the perception of Christmas because it helped people view the holiday as a time to spend sharing love with family and friends. Later, the Industrial Revolution allowed goods to be produced faster and cheaper than ever before, and gift-giving became more accessible to people in lower socioeconomic classes of society. As commercialism saw a rise, people started feeling socially obligated to buy each other gifts. During the holiday season today, shops often use bright colors and lights in their window displays, play nostalgic tunes, or use the familiar scents of gingerbread and cinnamon to draw customers in and evoke an emotional response. Appealing to the emotion creates a memorable first impression on the consumer, and it becomes easier for them to make buying decisions. Some brands also generate anticipation in the minds of customers by creating buzz, um, by sending often personalized holiday discounts or holiday discounts and flash deals. Research by Psychology Today shows that humans feel more rewarded while they anticipate something than receiving the actual reward itself. The holiday-associated limited-time discounts and deals manufacture urgency in our brains and fill us with the fear of missing out if we don't participate. Companies draw on this further by sending constant emails and texts containing sale countdowns that encourage customers to take action immediately. To explore this idea further, I will be interviewing Ms. Fatel, a teacher of AP Psychology here at Irvington High School. Welcome, Ms. Fatel. I'm so happy to have you here today. So my first question is, emotions often run high during the holiday season and we see a flurry of buyers flocking into shops to buy gifts. How do these emotions influence consumer behavior during the holidays? Well, I think two things are happening usually during the holidays. One is, it is 
a time of year that there's a social expectation that she will buy gifts and receive gifts mm -hmm. um, and in that time when people are both excited to receive gifts um, but also extremely stressed and so there's um, neurotransmitters or chemicals in your brain um, one of them is called dopamine it makes you really good so let's say you see something you really like um, and you're hoping someone buys it for you or um, you know a friend who would love it you get this little hit of dopamine it makes it feel you know, good so shopping makes us feel good so some people talk about like shopping therapy which isn't really always the best way to deal with problems but in some ways you can cope with your problems by actually directly dealing with them or through something that makes you feel better just dealing in this case shopping when you're surrounded by lots of people it's exciting you're seeing all these colorful products um, that for most people feels fairly it feels good um, and you don't want to be left out mm -hmm. so you see people who are buying things and let's say you just intended to go window shopping you're saying I'm not going to buy anything but seeing other people constantly buying things maybe seeing them um, excitedly walking to the uh, checkout and in your brain you have these like mirror neurons or seeing these people buying things seeing these things and they look really happy and you want to gain that happiness yourself so I think that's um, yeah. I, so I think what's going on is the um, the emotions of like the excitement and then wanting to be part of that excitement mm -hmm. make people buy things even when they didn't intend to if that makes sense yes and they spend more than they <laughs> yeah 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 it's kind of like following the crowd yes yes, mm -hmm. yes I sure. get that totally um, okay so um, can you tell me about the psychology line marketing techniques that companies use to influence people's emotions Sure, there's a couple different marketing techniques. I'm um, sometimes so I think um, everything from the way that it's displayed. So in a display, if you make something super colorful or super bright, mm -hmm. um, there's something called pop out where it draws your attention. And so maybe there's something that, um, for example, is only on sale for a limited time, mm -hmm. where they might say, you know, 50% off in really big letters, right? Mm -hmm. And during most of the year, it will say in really small letters, you know, act now, limited time. But during the holidays they emphasize the limited time it's like you only have you know three days to shop for the <laughs> yeah. sale so this idea yeah. of like pop out is drawing your attention through words through colors expressions to make you feel like you have to do it it's this amazing deal that's going to close really soon um and the other thing is um Again, the idea that um, if they say, like, we can't guarantee, supplies are limited, we can't guarantee this will be here after tomorrow, um, everything from a TV ad to, you know, um, the displays in stores send you this message that you have to buy it now or you won't, you'll miss out. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, like, what, when, when, when they use, like, limited time sales, what exactly, like, goes on in the brain? Like, how? So the idea is yeah. um, there's this limited quantity. What we find is people are actually really um, sad when they feel like they could have had something and missed out. Um, it's one thing if you never had the opportunity and you didn't know about it, but if you knew that you could have had something really great yes. and then you find it was sort of taken away from you, you know, because of something you failed to, you know, buy at a certain time, it just makes us feel sad. Like it makes, again, we, we feel this kind of, just a little bit, not full on depression, but just this feeling of sadness that we, you know, this missing out really does have a chemical influence on in our brain that makes us feel like, oh, I could have been happy, but 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, I would say the other thing is what sometimes marketers will do is they will get you into the store with something that has really an amazing price mm-hmm. and they don't actually expect to make a profit. So many stores will do that. Um, yeah. It's called a loss leader where they'll present something that they're not actually making any profit, but they're just to get you in the door mm-hmm. and they're hoping once you're there, you'll buy more than you would have otherwise. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, that makes sense. So are there, like this one, are there like any other techniques? Um, so one is called um, the sometimes the like the door in the face technique where like mm-hmm. they'll present something that is a crazy high price and people see it and think oh my gosh there's no way I'll buy that but right next to it they'll put another product that maybe is slightly like the price a little bit it's way less than the thing that drew, drew their attention mm-hmm. so it seems like a good deal but actually that second item well quote seems like a good deal it's still a little bit more pricey than you like more money than you normally spend mm-hmm. um, there's something else called the, um, the anchoring bias where you, like, you'll be drawn to like a, a price tag of what something used to be and, and then you'll see like this X through it and this new price like oh my gosh it's such a great deal but if you took that initial price away that was super expensive you would probably not have paid so much for that product that makes sense so it's mm-hmm. a product that normally you would never pay more than like $40 for but when you see like you know 400 crossed out and now it's down to you know maybe down to 100 or 80 you think that's so such so much better I, I saved money when in fact you normally you know should have stuck to your guns like wait this is something I normally would not pay more than $40 for even mm-hmm. though it seems like a good deal I still don't think it's worth more than $40 for, for me yes that makes absolute sense um so like my last question is um what do you think like commercialism especially during the holidays like what kind of impact does it have on like people's minds um, I think, you know, it's, again, it's an exciting time of year. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting to be, you want to be in, you know, the sort of the crowd. It's It feels good to be doing what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, anything from buying, you know, a Christmas hat and seeing other people wearing it as well. Um, mm-hmm. You fit in. Um, when you fit in, that feels good. When you're ostracized, like you don't, you're not doing what other people around you are doing. Um, there's literally a, a part of the brain that gets activated that feels like pain. Like ostracism feels physically painful. So people want to be a part of it. And you have to almost remind yourself, like, you know, my my happiness doesn't come from, you know, yeah. having what everyone else has. Um, but that's hard. We're drawn to, like, compare ourselves to people who have more. And that makes us feel, like, relatively speaking, worse off. Mm-hmm. Rather than comparing ourselves to people who have less and remind ourselves to be grateful what we do have so I do think there's this sense of people are either really happy this time of year or quite sad quite depressed if you can't if you don't have the money um, to participate in this purchasing of gifts for the other members of your family right you literally don't have the ability you don't have the budget then it can feel really depressing like I'm not giving my kids you know what everyone else is is giving their kids it feels like you're not doing what's expected of you so um, I think it can make parents feel stressed if they can't give the the gifts to their kids they would like it makes people feel um you know unhappy when they can't i don't know like decorate their home or buy the things maybe their neighbors can um but when they can afford it it's sort of this temporary like feel good sensation um but it doesn't always last (laughs) yeah yeah that makes sense yeah i think this was really insightful about how showing us how like um the holidays aren't like happy for everyone not for everyone yeah okay thank you so much miss patel and thank you for your insight thank you mahika for that great story that's it for this episode of the voice box have a great new year everyone 
And tune in next time for an episode on group projects. We'll be getting students' opinions and teachers' opinions as well, so stay tuned for that. Until next time, this has been The Voice Box.